I want to thank you all for taking the time to be here this evening. for this 5D activation meditation, March 21st, 2020, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I wanna thank you all for taking the time to make this a priority and to initiate yourselves to be here in this group, to be here together in this group. So let us take a moment to gently close our eyes or you can leave them open, whatever you are most comfortable with. And allow your awareness to come within. Allow your awareness to come within yourself. Allow your awareness to come within your body. As if the eternal spark of light, which is your soul, is calling all of your energy back to you inside of your being. The same way that a flame of fire absorbs oxygen. Allow your energies to come back to you. Allow your energies to return back to you the same way that the eternal spark of fire absorbs the oxygen and pulls it into itself. Allow your energy to come back home.
Allow all of your energy to return back home. Allow all of your energies to return back home. Calling all of your energy to return back home. The same way that a flame calls the oxygen to its core. Breathe deeply, fully, calmly. Calling all of your energy back home to your core. The chrysalis. The crystalline chrysalis. The protective membrane of transformation. <sighs> Allowing the mind, the thoughts of the personality and mundane discussions to evaporate and dissolve, disintegrate and resolve. So that the head can function so that the higher chakras can function without interference 
as the sunflower beams towards the sun, allowing photosynthesis to penetrate through the pineal gland and into the beingness. The sun whispers sweet messages to the earth. With each rotation is she coddled, caressed, by the warmth and connection and touch of the sun. the symbiotic relationship between the sun and the earth, the natural rhythm of the romance in creating creation. Allow the mind to clear and dissolve so that all may be resolved. Deeper priorities are emerging from the treasure chest of the tribe called humanity. The baby in the womb must be birthed. the wave of consciousness moving across humanity from the caress of the sun on the skin of the earth are the contractions of the birthing of humanity. 
stories are being told, mysteries will unfold. But deep down, it is all known to you in your soul. Calm, power, calm power, calm power, calm power, photosynthesis. When the sunflower beams up looking in the direction of the sun. Photosynthesis to the pineal gland. Inside the chrysalis, inside the womb, where the baby must be birthed. From celestial eyes, is this what is being seen? Yes. From the celestial vision, the birth is very clear. Children of the sun play, igniting the light. in their bellies, in their hearts, and through their eyes, the children of the sun play, create, Breathe calmly, power. Allow this transmission to move through your system as it is. Notice what you feel in your body. Mm. 
Notice what you feel in your bones. The medicine of the ancestors, the wisdom that you sprung from, sprung from no accident or coincidence, sprung from The journey begins now, sprung from, no mistake or coincidence. The journey begins now. The birth is happening now. The The additional soul material is incarnating now. The additional soul plasma material, light, tone, frequency. is incarnating in this birthing. Now, the children of the sun play, create, Igniting the light within the belly, the heart, the eyes. The additional soul material, which was always present but whose time was not yet through the guardians of the light. Guardians of the light. Those that govern how much light your body can handle based on your personal development and positioning. Guardians of the light, not too much at one time, to ensure homeostasis of the light as that elixir transmits 
through your nervous system, Aquarius, nervous system, light Aquarius, the sun, the universe, the cosmos, the celestial beings, the guardians of the light. Consider them your great, 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 great grandparents. To ensure the nervous system can adjust, absorb, adapt, balance the measurements of light within your sacred body. That's all. And then there's a waiting period to see, to observe, to allow us in our bodies, human bodies, to play, create the light. harmoniously, powerfully, and calmly. What are we going to do with the light that was given, placed inside of our bodies? How will we adapt and adjust in those few days, few weeks, few months? sometimes few years to the new frequency, once that has been assimilated, absorbed, manifested, and created upon more light, the guardians of the light, the ones that govern the amount of energy that the sun's energy can come into the plane here in the third dimensional body consciously to allow this to happen consciously you are dying alive is what is happening you are transcending portals of existence that is what is happening you are multi-dimensionally experiencing this is the evolution you are dying alive. Some die, die. Eh, they don't die, but they die, die. You're dying alive. You are transcending portals while you are still alive. Do you understand? This is the message of the light. And your nervous system inside your body has to be able to process this energy correctly, harmoniously. And this is what is being observed, measured, studied.
And you are in a very exciting time right now. Very, very, very creative time right now. You are entering a clear slate. <laughs> How many of you can feel that? How many of you can feel that? <laughs> can you feel that in your beingness? It has nothing to do with your mind. The mind must be clear so the pineal gland may be activated from the light coming from the sun. The elixir, the warm gold, the divine honey, the golden light of the sun. Creation. High creativity. Clear slate. Elixir from the sun. What would you like to do with this in your life, your precious, powerful life? The world as you know it is entering complete chaos. Know that. You've prepared for this. You know that already. The, your world is entering a state of complete chaos. This is absolutely true and exciting. As long as you're safe and calm and powerful, there will be vortices, 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 
there will be vortices hmm, like invisible tornadoes, vortices. Sucking energy out of the earth and pulling energy into the earth. This is what's happening. Energies will be sucked out of the earth plane and other energies will be sucked in simultaneously. Everywhere. This is the chaos in the psychic realm in the invisible realm that is affecting the earth. Listen to the children of the sun The children of the sun. They play. Where do you want to be in your precious life? What do you want to do in your precious life. How do you want to feel in your precious life? The birth is now. The child must be born. The children of the sun play, create, igniting the spark of light. The more the world goes into chaos, and the outside crust, the outside armoring, the outside structure flies off the handles. like a scab coming off. It's like scar tissue coming off. The softer humanity will become soft the softer humanity will become 
the more tender humanity will become. And some will be sucked out of and some will be sucked in and there are many many little tornadoes vortices going around the earth the children of the sun play how do you want to feel? Where do you want to be? And put yourself there. Pay attention. Clear slate, lots of creativity, use it wisely, this is now. Prepare, where do you want to be? Where do you want to be? Rooted, where does the sunflower want to be rooted? and place yourself there. How do you want to feel? All the answers have been given to you in this meditation from your higher self to you. All of your answers have been given to you during this meditation from your higher self to you. All of your answers have been given to you during this meditation from your higher self to you. What are you going to create? For your precious, sweet life in this window of time. While the additional 
soul, plasma, frequency, tone, incarnates. How are you going to play and create? for your precious, sweet, powerful life. In the midst of chaos, with a sparkle in your eye and light in your belly, The time starts now and ripples in ever-expanding circles. One month, to four years. Concentric circles, circles that grow from the one prior, a ripple. It's a ripple. It's a ripple. This is a ripple. The ripple effect. The ripple experiment. The ripple opportunity March 2020 is the initiation of a ripple effect that will continue indefinitely But for our mind and chronological time, linear time, chronos time, Saturnian time, earthly time, we're speaking of now to one month, and exponentially grows. four years from now or you can stay with the image of exponential indefinite Change is here. The stone that is tossed into the pond is now
children of the sun play, photosynthesize, realize, create, feel, initiate change. The sun is an a loving embrace with the earth. She rotates to receive his caresses. Allow yourself to fluctuate in your human form. Allow yourself to fluctuate so that the additional soul material, plasma frequency, tone, vibration, can arrive through your nervous system, be assimilated, processed, digest in your body, and you can create with that fluctuation. Admits the chaos. Don't be afraid of the chaos. Don't be afraid of the vortices, the invisible little tornadoes all over the place. As certain energies are birthed by cosmic law of balance, other energies must be um, released to keep the balance. Only it's happening very quickly and all at once. Lastly, to bring this to a closure for today, the meditation. Where do you want to be
how do you want to be What do you want to be? And how would you like to create that? And are you willing to create that through your body, your actions, changed behavior, calm and power? The stone has been tossed into the pond. We are all children of the sun. We are here to play together, to create together, to have courage, bravery, strength together. To keep the twinkle in the eye and to do our work through our physical bodies that are processing a tremendous amount of energy, frequency, and consciousness. Take very good care of your body. It wants to create. It wants to illuminate. It wants to function at full light capacity. It wants it wants to live.
through death. From one paradigm into the next, you are living through this death. It wants to continue as light, the same way that a flower reaches for the sun.
<clears throat> we come from far, far, far away. And yet we are so close by. There are energies way outside the Earth's atmosphere. We know, we see, we observe, we bless your path. your path. Make no mistake about it. This is your path. There are enormous amounts of spiritual powers working to uplift, to empower and awaken the truth that is your remembrance in your own soul, through your bodies, to break the code. This is your path and this is your time. Why do you think so many souls are incarnated on the earth at this time. You are all a family. You have all known each other forever. As the outside world facade falls down, the light within the children of the sun ignites. Make no mistake about it, this is your path. And you are so loved, supported, honored, and blessed. Never forget this. That is your test. We will take a five minute break. I will pause the recording and resume it once we come back for the live Q&A. 
where you have the microphone. <laughs> so whoever would like to unmute themselves to take the microphone. Um, and uh, that's for anybody that wants to share anything. You can just share or you can um, ask for like advice or guidance or you can just contribute. Um, whatever you'd like. If we, I see, okay, yes, somebody wants to say something. Uh, I would, I'm Carol Lee. And uh, that was so cool. I, I, visualize things without me doing it with my eyes closed and you know where i went a cave everything was so organic with passageways and i realized i created this cave and there were phallic things and then there was this wonderful opening that was like a vagina and i went through it and i felt I don't know what I felt, but it felt really good. And it was like a temple, and there was one opening that was like a little table with an uh, oil lamp. And the other opening, you could sit there and see the sea. And uh, a whole lot of other things that I can't have words to to explain. But it was really cool. Thank you, darling. I, I really... I really realized a lot of things too. And so I thank you. Good to have you, Caroline. Thank you. Um, so I see somebody has their hand up. Um, Maga? Yes. I don't. Okay. It's Deborah. How are you? Hi. Good. Hey. Thank you so much for the meditation and the um, activation. It's you know amazing as always. I wanted to ask you two things. One is, um, could you elaborate a little bit more on the on the children of the sun concept or the idea that we're children of the sun? And then also, could you give us advice as to how can we be more like in our bodies, like you know the light that's in our bodies, like the expression of like the light and the love that we carry in our bodies. Hmm. Okay. Um, children of the sun are, from my understanding, what is shown to me, um, it's a soul path. So it's not a soul tribe. It can be different soul tribes, different star families. Um, but it's a path that isn't limited to a specific soul type. Mm -hmm. And it's the ones that come to awaken. Mm -hmm. It's the ones that um, will... Uh, their implants. It's like an implant 
I don't mean like an implant in your body. It's the soul is the implant on earth. Mm-hmm. And their sole mission is to be the anchors and manifestors of the light of the sun, which is the, the truth, the portal. Mm-hmm. And your second question, how can we bring this energy more into the body the simple answer is you we have to you have to let go of the ego. Mm, yeah. And not that the ego is wrong, the ego is our personal identity. Manu, Manu is our personal identity and so it's it's good to have a positive uh, a positive relationship with our ego. There's nothing wrong with a positive relationship to ourself. But Um, we have to know how to allow the vibration of the light to come through the ego, Mm -hmm. um, to allow the ego to work for the light, to be the conductor of the light in the earthly plane. That's like the hardest thing I'm having. The it's like the challenge right now, you know. And I, I um, I had this whole conversation with Ale today, Alessandra. Um, and who's here in the chat room? <laughs> yeah, who's in the chat? And um, allowing and and like allowing like the light, God, whatever you want to call it, to um, maybe it's inspire, and then from there express or no 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 I mean, you're 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 still speaking of it as if it were something outside and separate from you yeah i i okay okay mm-hmm. you're yeah that's it that i think it's outside of me and it's not you yeah you have you still are speaking of it as if it were something outside and separate from you, mm-hmm. which is, you know, that's the issue that a lot of people have, you know, mm-hmm. it's, you're, it's very normal to feel what, you know, to have this dilemma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the thing. Okay. So the question for you would be, you know, what, what, where, where is, where's the membrane? Where's the boundary? Where's the membrane that you need to penetrate in order to be that light that soul essence that is you. Mm-hmm. You are going to have to penetrate a membrane that will allow you to be in yourself the remembrance of that truth, of that light. There's a membrane you need to break through. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And this is great because this is what a lot of people have, you know, this is a common place of a, a block. This is a block. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you, Deborah. Thank you. Yeah. Good to see you here. Big hug. Thanks. You too. (laughs) I actually know Deborah in person. I love it when I know the people in person. Maga's the best. Can I just say something real quick? Yeah, yeah. So, so you guys, uh, whenever you're ready, you unmute yourself, say your name, so we all know who's speaking, and and have at it. I'm Nancy, and I'm from the Midwest. This is my first one. I had no idea what to expect. And as I was sitting there through this, there was an incredible pressure all the way through the back of my head, and it was almost like it released halfway through. And when you said to imagine where you wanted to be and stuff like that, um, I was surrounded by this beautiful garden with vegetables and fruits and birds. And it was just absolutely beautiful. And the whole ironic thing is I've been transplanting seedlings all day so I can plant on my patio in containers. (laughs) So um, I've got to figure out a way to nurture Mother Earth. I think that's what I want to do and where I'm at peace. And I think that's what I need to do. I need to figure out how to help Mother Earth heal. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree with you, Nancy. I I watched another YouTube um, in Ireland. And her saying is, plant like your, plant like your life depends on it, or it does. It's uh, Bialtain Cottage. And she's taken three acres in Ireland that were considered foreground, rush. And it's, it's this most beautiful garden. I mean, it's just absolutely amazing she has created there. And I, someday I will be there in my own. Good. And hopefully I can drag a few people with me. You might not have to drag them. (laughs) Hopefully you don't have to drag them. (laughs) I have six growing lights in my apartment. There are no more room for seedlings in my apartment right now. (laughs) So for sound quality, I'm going to mute those of you that are unmuted who aren't speaking right now. Uh, but you'll be able to mute yourself once Nancy's done here. And we just do that for uh, sound quality. Appreciate that. Thanks. That's, that's all I wanted to say was just, you know, I kind of thought this was the way I needed to go. Um, this just confirmed it. Good. Good. That confirmation is golden. Thanks, Nancy. 
Hi, Maga. Is Alessandra? Ah. Hello, Alessandra. Oh, hi. So good, so good to see you. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh, so good, so good. That was that was wonderful. Thank you so much. It, um, I love the the visualization of bringing back all of my energy from you know that flame as if it is consuming that oxygen just bringing it all the way back um i wanted to ask you because um something that just stay with me when you mentioned uh the ripple mentioned period of a month and then four years mm -hmm. and you know definitely we are navigating a very interesting time you spoke about chaos and about the vortices that are you know in energy and other energies are coming out so i wanted to hear you talk a little bit more about that you know this next month this next four years and and these energies that are being pulled into the air and out of the air and this chaos that is being created to to allow for this new space that is coming Okay. Is there anything specific you want me to focus on? Uh, whatever comes through you. Okay. Comes you. <laughs> Maybe some economic, like part of the economic system, it will be interesting to me. Just because mm -hmm. I see, you know, the different countries, especially now here in Panama, there's a consideration of, you know, some fear with people going into the streets once, you know, they you know, a few weeks go by and, and there's no, you know, money to buy food to eat and things like that. Right. Okay. Um, thank you. Um, hmm. So with the economic part, and then I'll go to the bigger picture. <clears throat> we are probably have just entered the new recession. Um, the outcome in four years will be very good. There is a financial economic um, situation that has had to collapse. Um, when we look at the astrology, we see that 2019 prepared us for March 2020, and this energy in the astrology had not been around for about 800 years. Um, so purely speaking astrologically, this was expected. Um, this current crashing of the economy 
within four years, a new system will be set. We will start to see it in two years from now. Um, but this is necessary, 100% necessary. Uh, also, in four years from now, we will be physically the the dust storm, the invisible um, vortices will have settled down. In four years, things will settle down. The effect will be manifested in four years. The cause is now, the full effect will be manifested. The dust will have settled in four years. What this is causing people to do is to awaken. That sounds very cliche. What this is causing people to do is panic and freak out, which is what happens right before we awaken, to our attachments to a false structure, crust, tangible reality. Because the ego is so strong. So it had to be taken out at the knees. And now it's falling. And in two years, we will start to see, oh, okay. In four years, it will have settled. The new vibration will settle. What this will cause in certain individuals, especially those that are not going to be resuscitated financially, is a soul awakening or a complete crumble into darkness for themselves. Now, speaking outside of the economics, <clears throat> humanity has entered its new epoch, um, humanity is being initiated into its new phase of about 500 to 1,000 years where it will need to confront itself within this new phase, within these new elements that are going to be ushered in with the after the four years, after the, the, everything settles, the new wave will be ushered in. And this will be the next 
evolutionary process that humanity has to confront itself through throughout the next 500 to 1,000 years. So as one system is crashing, another system is emerging. One horse is leaving the barn and another horse is coming in. Hmm. So the way we prepare now is going to have a rippling effect from now to one month to four years from now, but also 500 years to 1,000 years from now, which most people cannot comprehend in their minds. We go get regression work because we're curious about our past lives. Ooh, what was I, my past life? And how does that affect me today in this life? This is your past life that in 500 years you're going to regress back to. This is the life that you're going to regress back to to understand who you were in this life and why you're living that life in 500 years. And the development we will become a cashless society. There will be no more world banks. The currency will move into medicine and health, but through AI. And your life will depend on it. <laughs> your health will depend on it. That will be the new currency. AI and biology will become the new currency and its shadow, which, which is the point that humanity will have to confront itself. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. And I love you. Thank <laughs> you for, for creating this space. And I love every single furry animal that you have around you right now. <laughs> May I come in? Yes. Who, who are we speaking to? This is Rosalie. Hello, Rosalie. Hi. Um, so, um, this is my um, my first sort of live event with you, and I'm loving it. Um, and my question is: um, I have a nine-year-old son, and. Um, I've been a very keen observer of his natural rhythms and preferences and aptitudes when it comes to just learning and thriving. And in contrast, all the 
absurd, insane things in the education system. And now that for the past week we've been at home <laughs> um, and there's talks of, you know, the schools being closed until next fall, mm -hmm. I... I'm very clear that this is like a, a precious gift for all of us parents to really get clear on um, what do we really want for our children in terms of, you know, how, how they get, how we educate them, how we nurture their learning and blossoming into whole humans, um, or rather, they're already whole humans. And how do we not, how do we not squash that? <laughs> exactly. So, uh, I was curious what your thoughts are about how this um, interruption in the normal way of education, how how you see that unfolding and what, what can we, you know, each parent with, with children in school at the moment mm -hmm. or maybe entering school soon, how can we, um, mm. go about this consciously to help, to facilitate, you know, turning the ship in a better direction. Right. Um, well, in the immediacy, I think you're absolutely correct that, you know, the schools are not going to be open and in, in many places are not going to be open for the remainder of the school year. Correct. Um, how do you move forward from there on? Well, you'll have your kids back in school in the fall of 20, uh, of 2020. Is that how it works? Yeah. Yeah. This is a, they finish in the summer and they go back in the fall. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't, have, I don't have kids. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yes, in August. Okay. Well, it's going to, you know, it's going to continue. They, they will start up again in, in the fall seamlessly. It'll just, step back into it. Um, but your question about the consciousness, uh, and I, if I were in that situation or what, what's being shown to me is, you know, I listened to you asking this question. Obviously, I think homeschooling, if the family is able to do that, is definitely the direction to go. Or creating community homeschoolings is definitely the way to go. That's not available to a lot of people because usually both parents work. Um, in that case, if you can't homeschool and i think the the evolution will be a changed school system where the families and the communities take back the children and 
like in a tribal kind of way, educate the kids. Um, that's going to be slow to come. Um, in the meantime, and did you say your son was nine or 12? Nine. Okay. I thought that's what you said, uh, but I kept getting the number 12, um, which allows me to believe that he's got three more years to, you know, be, be a fish in, in, a, in a school of fish and, and, and be with his fellow classmates and, and be in that environment um, and continue to, you know, inquire and reflect back with him or to him, with him, how he feels about the hours he spends at school and to promote above grades creativity to make his creativity the priority in school in 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 what he studies or how he studies what he does and for some reason, I keep getting, you know, the age 12. Does his name start with a J? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's Zachary. Okay. Zach, Zachary? Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I would say for now, let him be comfortable and creative. And, and for some reason, I keep getting that when he's 12, you there there could be a change for you the way you the options that are available could change does that make any sense i think so i think so i obviously what i wanted you to to say is you know once we come back everyone will have sort of you know seen the light and be like okay this is a chance for us to rebuild the system in a more um, humane, sane way. Um, it's going to take a lot longer than six months. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I'm also, you know, my heart goes out to the teachers who are really just frantically scrambling now to completely overhaul how they do stuff. And you know, I realized that my vision is a little bit at odds with possibly what they're hope they're hoping for everything to go back to how it was, maybe because their lives weren't easy either. But um, you know, in in an ideal scenario, we would all find a way to help each other in a way that serves our children better. Correct. Absolutely. And I do believe that that will happen where the tribe takes care of the kids. Yeah. And there's communal homeschooling in a community. And there are pockets of that all over the place. And adults, parents take that initiative and co-create something like that. But it's going to take a while. 
but for the majority things are going to with with your question with that topic for the majority things are going to go back to how they were yes but obviously there's already been a force that has pushed you know the collective in a different direction it'll just take a while for us to see the impact not the collective pockets Pockets. Okay. That's okay. I'm okay with pockets for now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pockets. It's like it's like polka dots in society. It's little pockets. It's people that are gonna have conversations like this and come together and create something. And that'll be a pocket. Mm-hmm. But it's not gonna be an overall mass. Ta-da! Yeah. <laughs> So what would you and a couple other adults that have kids, what would, what would be required for you to come together to co-create a tribal schooling, homeschooling, tribal homeschooling? That would be an invitation for you to ponder yeah. on. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay, good. Thank you. You're welcome. Hi, Mama Maja. This is Ingrid. Hi, Ingrid. Hi. Thank you so much for this and everything. I was sitting here and I just had a memory that was popping up of you talking months ago. It was something about... um, the sun and the Leo placement and there was like some circles that had popped up and some things that went back to like BC with the Akhenati. I don't know. I'm just making up. Yeah. I, I was just wondering if by chance that astrology and this astrology have any synergy or I mean, I guess they would, but <laughs> So, uh, there's always synergy, right? The question is, can we find it? Um, so, so what, what are these circles you're talking about? Are you talking about the eclipses? No, there were something similar to like, uh, like a crop circle type thing. Like there was, there were things cut out in the grass in Europe somewhere. Okay. And it was like, it was right around the time when there was some strong Leo placement. Maybe yes. this was like within the past year. Or two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. So we had um, three, to, three years to a year and a half ago. Um. So from that time frame, from a year and a half ago to three years ago, we had the eclipses in Leo and in Aquarius. And you're right. I would talk about the sunflowers and the igniting the light of the inner, igniting the light of the inner kingdom. That's Leo, igniting the light of the inner kingdom. 
<laughs> which is also the Christ at heart, heart Christ consciousness in the heart. Um, is that what you're okay? So yeah, so I was talking about that. I think the crop circle maybe is. Are you saying that I was in a crop circle? No, <laughs> I, I was. Remember. I was in England <laughs> around that time, but I vaguely remember you talking about it, but I don't remember it enough to say what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> what you're talking about were the eclipses in Leo and in Aquarius. Okay. Okay. Now the eclipses have been in Cancer and Cancer is the child too. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, this, this whole, the collapsing has to do with the South node in Capricorn and that's why when I said, you know, that we didn't, we haven't had these energies and the energies of 2019, we did not have in about 700 years is because we had Pluto with Saturn and the South Node all retrograding in 2019. Um, that hadn't happened in seven, 800 years. Um, but no, the... Uh, I can't, you know, there's nothing, I mean, Aquarius, Saturn, well, Saturn is, is arriving in Aquarius in a few days. So that could have something to do with that energy that I was speaking about before that you're referencing. I, I haven't thought of it logically, but does that answer your question or are you looking yeah. for what, what you said, what you said gives me some clarity. Thank you. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Hello, Maga. Yes. Hi, uh, it's Heather here, and we're in France. And uh, we're uh, currently in lockdown where we can't leave the house. And it's pretty heavy. And if we leave the house without our paperwork, we can be arrested etc so it's quite a heavy situation here and pretty serious around the coronavirus thing and um i was just wondering well a couple of things were coming up for me like you know coronavirus it's like pretty big right now it's having huge impact on everything and everybody. Uh, the other thing was the eclipses that are going to go across America in the late summer, is that? There's a, there's a ecliptic, there's an alignment or something, eclipse, a strong eclipse pattern across America this year. If, if I, or maybe I haven't got that right. And the, the third thing was like, uh, well, it's so bizarre because like we're in this situation of like martial law, basically, where we can't leave our houses. And it's really, really heavy. And they're putting out all these emergency measures and stuff and new laws and like, They'll probably never take those laws back again. And 
also my the sisters that I work with, you know, the sisters, the Carmelite sisters. Well, you're speaking to a lot of people. So, yes, I know what you're talking about, but there are a lot, a lot of people listening. So, oh, sorry, the Carmelite, I work with a group of Carmelite sisters here in France. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they would speak in very simple terms about basically good and evil and forces of good and forces of evil. But anyway, um but they would say and I and I feel this too that it's really a spiritual there you know the other thing that's so interesting I mean all the all the the politicians and presidents and our French president came on and he just said we're at war you know and they keep talking about the war all the time it's the war the war the war and it's like mm-hmm. it's it feels like a great spiritual war. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels like a spiritual war. And then um like one of the things that I see is like, you know, the mount in Jerusalem, where's the it, it's like the temple of Jerusalem. And like I just see this huge light. This like geezer, like this huge blasting of light just coming out of this place at the minute. But I think, you know, here in Europe at the minute, we're really seeing something which is really pretty sinister and very, very, um, like we're basically, we can't leave our homes at all. And today they just brought this thing in. We're not allowed to walk. You know, we can't go outside our houses to walk down the street or anything. So, I mean, it's, it's a really heavy. And the coronavirus, you know, that, that's something very particular, but I feel it's a symptom of something that's much more beneath the surface. Like the coronavirus seems to be a symptom of something else which is going on. Maybe that doesn't make sense. No, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's the effect of a cause. The coronavirus is an effect, like cause and effect. Yeah. Something caused this to be in effect. And now it's okay. perfect. Yeah. It's a symptom of a cause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a symptom. It's not like, and while everybody's caught up in this coronavirus thing, you just can't help but thinking, well, it's, I mean, and it's not that I'm not taking it seriously. And I know that so many people are suffering and it's a terrible situation out here in Europe for people at the minute but it's like it also seems like it's a distraction you know it's something there's something more than that that like it's like the superficial layer of something much much deeper you know correct yeah but 
what that deeper, you know, what is the deeper, but you can fit. The other thing that I found very interesting was, of course, now it's very quiet, but it's, you know, the animals are not disturbed. Yeah. And, and use, but usually the animals are the first to pick on up on things when things aren't right, you know, like if there's a storm or a you know, a hurricane or something going on, the animals are usually the first to pick up on it. Man, mm-hmm. the animals are going, the animals are just loving it. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of weird because it's sort of saying, so it, it, what, what's that saying? You know, how come the animals are feeling so good and people are feeling so bad? Where do you live in terms of, do you live in a city or do you live out in the field somewhere? We live just actually at the edge of a medium-sized town, you know? Luckily, we're just sort of, we're in sort of a very small village. So we have a, we have a garden, so we're really lucky and we're in the country. So the reason why I'm asking this is, depending on where people live, they are going to have a very different experience over the next couple of months. Okay. Yeah. So, but are you saying that you live like? We live about like, uh, like three miles from like, uh, medium sized town, like the major town of our area. Okay. In Normandy, yeah. Okay, okay. But um, and, mm-hmm. it's, a he- it's a heavy situation with police out and everything. And well, it's strange. what's strange is that you're not allowed outside your house, and, but you're not in a big city. No. That's the strange and, and, part. So if, no. you're, so if you, so a lot of people are going to be experiencing maybe a soft martial law or a a request from the government, at least here in the United States, a request from the government for people to self-isolate and stay home, uh, shelter mm-hmm. in place, be prepared to shelter in place with permission to leave the house to go for a walk or to go to the grocery store and stuff like that. So, but for you, for you, it sounds more like what happened in China. Yeah. They had to have a piece of paper to yeah. allow them to leave their building. They had to have a piece of paper that allowed them to come back into their building. So it sounds like that's what that's yeah. similar to what you're experiencing. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, that's where we are. And today they just released that you're not allowed to go into the forest. You're not allowed to like you're not allowed to do anything. But even like we live in the least populated part of Normandy and we're not allowed to go out even if we aren't in contact with other people. Right. You can't go for a walk in the forest. No. That is bizarre. It's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. And there's police checks and police points. and Yeah. And, you know, the thing is that really freaks me out. You know, it's practically a cashless society here. And then it means that the poorer people who operate in cash 
I mean, it's like that time in India where they called in the low denomination of notes and people couldn't survive. So yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty creepy. Yeah. That anyway, is, is that happening in all of France or just in your region? No, it's happening all over France. All of yeah. France, okay. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, coronavirus. You know, I know it's a very serious situation, but it feels very much. Do you have just, everything that you need in your home? Did you prepare yeah. for this? And you yeah, 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 yeah. For yeah, a couple of months, and you have everything that you need inside your home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you? Still, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're, we're still allowed to go out. You know, to the store. Walk. To the store, yeah. Okay, so you're still allowed to go out to the store. Do they read your temperature when you go to the store? Not at the minute. Not yet, okay. No. Yeah. So that's where we are, but honestly, I mean, talk about a change. And like, I think, you know, so the sisters are praying day and night. We're all praying real hard. Yeah. We yeah. really, really are, you know, but it's it's on the surface. It's not the real thing, you know. Coronavirus isn't the real thing. I mean, it is a okay. real thing. But so for you, um, Heather, what I would recommend is that you um, do your best to shelter in place yeah and that feeling you have in your stomach of alarm and mm. like powerlessness right so like all of a sudden mm. the laws are in effect and there's nothing you can do you can't go outside and walk in the forest because the police is out there and you might get ticketed yeah I want you to transmute that sense of shock and powerlessness yeah. into awareness, acceptance. Yeah, surrender, I think. It's awareness and acceptance. Yeah. You still want to stay vigilant and awake you still yeah. want to have your detective nose out there you know yeah, yeah. yeah. um i and continue receiving the downloads as to what do you think for you the coronavirus is masking it's like a code for something oh the code yeah. there's there's the code again so in the meditation, the word code came up. And I was wondering why they had said that. Crack the code. So trust, trust your alarm, your internal alarm, and use this time, you know, even with the sisters or by yourself or whatever, to receive information from your higher self about your role in this. Yeah. The 
stone has been thrown. Okay, the stone, there's, you, it has, the trigger has been set. The stone yeah. has been thrown and we all need to understand the creativity that we can transmute this reality with right now. And so what you're describing, Heather, is exactly that. Mm. So it's not just surrender. It's like, okay, something's going on here. And I'm going to crack the code. Mm. In some ways, I have to say that it feels very good. It is. You know, I have to say that actually I'm right. not experiencing really a lot of anxiety or anything. Actually, surprisingly, it feels in some ways like a huge relief. That and that's happened. why the animals are feeling are happy. good. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's just... You know, it's, it's, it's big, it's big, it's big. Yeah. It's big. Okay, that's me. <laughs> Thank you, Heather. Thank you, Micah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And just stay, you know, stay home and yeah. be creative. Yeah. Connect to others and... It's a good time to get your shit together, man. It's given everybody a chance to get your shit together, isn't it? Like, and that's right. Giving everybody a bit of headspace to freaking think. Exactly, and feel. Yeah. yeah. Lots of people are saying, "Oh God, this is awful," but I feel really good <laughs> because I'm not, ex you know, I'm at home. But people are taking it different ways, you know, depending on their circumstance, you know. We're lucky. We're blessed. We're blessed. Thank you, Micah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Magali, can you hear? Can everybody hear? Yes. Okay. Hi, this is Natalie. I just, I wanted, I don't have a question, but I wanted to share some of the things I saw in the meditation. And if anybody else had, either something similar or what their maybe interpretation. It's not going to be in order because I was everywhere and everything pretty much all along. It was kind of crazy. Um, so like for one instance, I put my hands into the soil and I threw it up in the air and it turned into birds that went into the clouds and came back down as rain to feed the soil and you know the plants and everything so that was one um then i was also like a salamander a butterfly i was all kinds of things at one point i was standing on land and i saw myself standing on water i was mirroring myself it wasn't me as i am now but i knew it was me um i also felt like i was holding space on earth at points and that the crust, I think I heard you say something about crust maybe, but I felt like deep in the ocean, it was boiling up and coming up to an extent because there's life down there. 
Um, the biggest thing was is that a certain point, I had such a strong pull on the pineal gland when you were talking about it. This portion of my head, it was pulling so hard that I actually had to mentally think, soften it, and I started pouring water on it because I got sucked out to Jupiter. <laughs> then when I was at Jupiter, it got so large that it engulfed the entire solar system and rolled into it. And I think prior to that, I saw the earth go into the sun. The sun was the egg and the earth was the sperm and it was going in and transforming. I was all over the place to say the least. But then I also saw this huge, great horned one. Okay, now this is where it's getting a little weird. He was kind of like a volcano god. Mm -hmm. And then I ended up on Mars, and I watched this very large man take off this robe. He had the torso of a man, but his head and wings were a hawk, and he had the legs of a goat. And he picked me up, and he showed me the surface. and. I was everywhere all the time. That's only some of it. I had so much more, but any thoughts? He showed you the surface of? Hmm? Huh? I'm sorry, what was that? He showed you the surface of? Mars. Okay, that's what I thought. I just yes. wanted you to say it so I wasn't guessing. And you want me to tell you what? <laughs> well, you or anybody else, any type of feedback. I mean, I could go on forever. There was so much more, but those were kind of like. It sounds to me yeah. like you were in an Alex Gray <laughs> painting. Creation. Who's that? Oh, you don't know who Alex Gray is? It sounds familiar, maybe if I saw the pieces of work, but right. Well, it sounds like you're in creation. Okay. You know, I mean, we can go into like the different parts, you know, of this, the, you know, throwing up the dirt and it goes up as birds and comes, you know, uh, the cycle of creation. Um, the horned one sounds like Baphomet, you know, which is Satan. Okay. Uh, which is, you know, the, the, which some, a school of thought believes that Saturn is Satan and, you know, I had a feel, oh, that's, I didn't say that. I did feel that he was Saturnian in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And somehow the Lord of limitation that keeps us in third dimensional time and space. But then we also, you know, there's also you know, stuff after Satan, there's, there are planets after Saturn, like Uranus and Neptune. Yeah. And I felt like Pluto was hanging out there, just anchoring everything, just holding as an anchor, but I had no fear through any of it. It was just, right. it was what it was. Correct. Good. Okay. Correct. It's part of creation. Okay. Um, right. Well, that that's pretty much it. I just wanted to share, and if anybody you. else has any thoughts, and yeah, it was it was a ride. <laughs> it sounds pretty amazing. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Sure. Does does anybody and you know if anybody um, yeah. wants to comment on Natalie's vision, mm -hmm. feel free.
And if not, we'll move on, but we'll give a, a moment here for anybody that okay. wants to chime in. Yeah, that's, I mean, we could, you know, that's, that's, um, <laughs> that's very perfect. Does that happen to you often that you're able to see? Yeah. That? <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. I go on some rides. So, right, yeah. right, right. And how the sun was the sperm. I mean, the earth was the sperm and the sun was yeah. the egg. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're pretty, it sounds to me like you're pretty much tapping into, you know, creation. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Hi. Satnam. Hi, Magali. And hello, tribe. Hello, everyone that I've heard so far. Thank you so much for sharing. My name is Lisa. Um, my tag name on there is LA. This is the first time I've joined the group in this way, but I was part of the Aussie fires meditation for healing so um where are you calling from so i'm calling from the <laughs> exciting lockdown state of california mm. um yeah i have a lot of um empathy for uh the woman i believe her name was heather in france mm -hmm. because um there's a big part of my intuition and my psychic self um, that feels like there's this very fine line or string that's very fragile right now that could go either way in this state. Um, I, could, I could see it, a push from the same forces that are causing her to be in the position that she is in France um, to happen here. But I also feel a big pushback against that. It's a very fragile place, um, but I do feel overall hopeful. Although I'm very acutely aware that there um, are pockets, a key word that's been mentioned here by, by someone, I forget now what conversation, but. Uh, comfortable with the pockets, she said. Um, pockets in the timeline where we are being asked to make these moves from our third eye, from our higher self. And so I'm paying very close attention to this. Every breath of every hour of every day. And listening to Magali, you and I know the group is listening. So listening to her integrate the astrology into this has been very helpful um, because I feel we already know that we're going to move. When you say we, you mean you and your partner? Um, or us yeah, I have a partner. Sanity. I have a yeah, yeah. We, me, and all the voices that speak to me, Magali, every day. <laughs> 
uh, yeah, those two, those two, those voices are actually the ones uh, telling my family members, uh, there's just three of us here. I have a, a, a little boy, which um, I'm gonna try to be as efficient and concise and uh, remember the people I wanted to make sure I said something specific to, uh, but I think it was Rosalie, uh, or I'll, one, I cannot remember her name, but she, yeah, Rosalie had the nine-year-old boy um, and was asking about homeschool. So um, I'll, I don't want to tangent that way yet, but I, I have a six-year-old, and interestingly, I now know why I named him six years ago Leo. <laughs> mm -hmm. the, the light of Leo. I actually was a little bit opposed to the name initially, but now it makes all the sense that he was born in 2013. <clears throat> and given that name, um, along with his middle names, which my family thought I was crazy for, but they are, be they are taking on greater and greater meaning every day now. Um, but I've been telling my family we need to go and I'm trying to figure out exactly when, um, you know, of course it would be easier before anything went to the point that, and hopefully it won't, that Heather was experiencing in France. But, um, yeah, that's something I'm trying to, while I'm studying the astrology, while I'm listening to you, Magali, and, taking in your insight, which I'm so appreciative of. Um, I've also been just trying to follow. Let me, let me ask you something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where are you moving to? Yeah. So, um, so, and I'll tie this in because it'll save time and I don't, I don't, I want everyone to be able to speak that wants to, but um, <laughs> Rosalie was talking about homeschool and I just, when I say what I'm about to say, Rosalie, I hope you're still listening because I want to send love and support to you. And I want to offer through Mogali, if it's okay with her, that if you would like to have my email or anyone on here, I'm open to being a support when it comes to what I call unschooling because I've been on an unschool plan um, right. since day one, since he was growing in the belly, in the womb room. And um, I made the joke to my partner, his father, that uh, we were the black sheep in my family and his family and uh, with neighbors and feeling very alone in this decision for the past six years. And now the rest of the world is joining us in the homeschool journey, if not just a short amount of time, possibly, I think, uh, in my visions, it might be permanent. Um, and that's a very beautiful thing, which I'm looking forward to. I do think that there's also this other world uh, of humans that will mm -hmm. flock towards the AI. But those of us who know that this is not the future that we're creating, that we're womanifesting as well as manifesting, <laughs> that we will find each other in these communities that so many of us are already dreaming of. I, I uh, have to say, I've been having uh, nightmares since I was a little girl, uh, lucid dreaming, astral projecting, visited by entities. And for the first time, I started having actually deep sleep where I would wake up and just have good dreams, 
just in the last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Just very beautiful dreams about these communities, seeing exactly how the houses are looking. They're more like tiny houses or tree houses or variations on that. They also look a lot like, and I, I would love to share this for people to search later on their own time on the internet, but it, they look a lot like the houses in Findhorn at the Findhorn Foundation in Forest, Scotland, that uh, I went to 25 years ago. And um, I remember 25 years ago thinking on the plane ride back, landing in New York, I thought, as I cried the whole way back home, that, that is how I want to live. And I ended up living in city after big city after big city. And over the past 10 years, I've become increasingly frustrated with the feeling of being in the big city. And here I am on just the outskirts of LA, thankfully not right in the center of it. Um, kind of a suburbanish e area um, where you can see almost as many trees as homes. But nonetheless, it, it's too, too many people for my uh, energy <laughs> level. My, my body is just wanting more space. So I'm really wanting to connect with people who are serious about saying, so, okay. Um, where do you, so for time's sake, where do you right. want to move to? You still haven't so, I, I asked you. I would like, I'd like to move. Um, I've thought a lot about Texas because those of us who are unschooling and homeschooling, it's one of the few states that still protects the rights of unschoolers who may do things like choose not to vaccinate their child, among other many things, like not want their child. And where, when, in your timeline, what's your projection in you being able to move your family to Texas? Um, Texas or (laughs) more immediately, um, Northern California in a small, uh, communal area that I have already been to and know some people who are kind of living off grid and, and have their chickens and have <laughs> their, uh, their water filtration system. So those are the two places I'm considering. And I'm thinking in the next couple months, my, my heart, my soul keeps telling me late May, early June, um, is a safe pocket to travel. Yes. Um, yes. So yes. Good. Yeah. And I want to offer because I know how important it is for all of us to get together. And again, my goodness, Magali, thank you so much for opening up this door for us to hear each other's soul forward heart conversations. And I, I, I really, Thank you so much. And I want to take this opportunity to just, even though I'm new to the group, I have heard all of your comments through Magali when she reads them on the daily videos. And I feel like I know some of you. Um, Shout out to California Nancy. If you're in the state and you feel like traveling to build a home somewhere, um, my information, I am more than happy to share it with this group. Um, if anyone wants to, because I'm very serious and my visions every day are becoming very clear on how these communities look. Well, if look. you want to, you can go ahead and leave it in the chat room and then whoever feels called to connect to you can, can see it in the chat room here. Uh, FYI, California Nancy is not in the house right now. <laughs> I didn't think so. I, right. I so go ahead and feel free to leave your information, your, maybe your email 
uh, in the chat room and that way you know you put it out there and whoever wants to connect can can choose to do so okay and yeah i would love that a correct I, way of doing that so maybe uh whether you do this through an email to me but i'm not sure how to <laughs> i am not tech savvy i'm not sure how to do this is like the third time i've done a zoom anything in my life but okay, how to so do that. what you're going to do is you're going to go to the bottom of your screen where it says chat and you're going to click on that. Okay. And then it's going to open up on the right side of the screen, the chat room. <laughs> I, I've got, uh, let's see, it says mute, stop video, share content, participants, and more. Should I click more? Because I don't yeah, see that. Try one. clicking more. Okay. Oh, I see. Chat. Okay. And so <laughs> go ahead and, and yeah, <laughs> and then you can input it there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, look at that. I just got a whole it. new world just opened up to you. <laughs> I just got a tech lesson 101. Thank you. Okay. You're I'll welcome. just put in my, my email um, for whoever wants it. Um, Rosalie, definitely. Uh, I definitely could help, help well, just give her some leave, ideas. So yeah, just leave it there. That's the correct way of handling that. Just, okay just there and she goes by L-A-Q-R. So everybody will know that that's you putting in your email there. And then that way you live, you leave people the option to choose to connect that way with you. Okay. I'm going to send it. And then we, will you tell me if that goes through? Yeah, uh, it's uh, there. Woohoo. Okay. Oh my God. That's funny to me. Um, okay. That's great. And that and was very exciting to me. And Rosalie just commented back that she got it. Okay, good. Thank you. Um, yeah. So, um, so I think, yeah, I, I so to wrap it up and then we're going to move the, on to somebody else. Okay. So that's, I think there's so many things that I wanted to share or ask mm -hmm. questions, but the main thing is I wanted to thank, everyone uh, for asking all of the questions like about the economy um did you have I a think specific you were, question that you wanted yeah to ask? so you mentioned we have about two years now my family right now is one of the unfortunate ones ha that has zero income because my partner was laid off because he's in the hospitality industry so we are at the the you know for now at the uh, whims of the you know, so what's your question? Just okay. So, you ask your question, and we need because we have to give okay. people the chance. So the question is, when should we, if we have any stocks, um, <laughs> let it just sit, or should we take the or just let it? You know, um, I'm not a finance person, and I'll, I'll answer your question. I'm not a finance yeah. person. No, I know. Um, so this would not be the time to sell now. Uh, no, I need that. <laughs> somebody, well, I'm answering your question. So oh, yeah. Thank you. Right thank there. You. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I think, all right. So just leave it there. A couple of years down the line, check back. Maybe. Keep your fingers yeah. crossed. <laughs> but you did say that things are going cashless. So that's where I, I wonder, there's no point to take any money that is in the bank out, but to keep it? there i can't give more financial advice than that yeah no i you know i didn't know if that's something that maybe you do have a opinion on even though it's not uh 
advice necessarily. But okay. well, my opinion on on the YouTube videos for the last two months was the market's going to crash. The market's going to crash. The market's going right. to crash. Yeah, it's crashed. Right. Yeah. But as far as banks staying open or closing, I think a lot of people are wondering if they should take that out of the banks. No, or? I know the the banks are going to come back. The economy is going to come back. Okay. Not, yeah. Right. Okay. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Oh, and will Hi. you be doing Breath of Fire? Uh, oh, sorry. Not tonight. We'll okay. Do, yeah, that'll be a different thing that I'm creating. Okay. Uh, yeah, these are the 5D activation meditations. Yeah, the Breath of Fire, I'm going to try to set that up to offer that on a daily basis. Awesome. Thank you. Satnam. Satnam. Hi, Magali. Hello. This is uh, Julie. We work together in the summer. Hi, and in the fall. Yes. How are you? Good. I in actually, Jersey, right? Um, what's that? You live Jersey, in Jersey? Yeah, Jersey. Yeah. Girl. Okay. I can. I. I just want to. I quickly uh, just say something because. Um, at you know local to run into a former uh, New York City stockbroker and. He said that, uh, no. so just so you know, your audio is you know, coming in and out, very Julie, because Julie, that's Julie, your audio is oh, coming in and oh. out. So keep the microphone close to your mouth and speak directly into it. Cause we can't hear what you're saying. Sorry. Magali, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, sorry. Yeah, um, well, I don't know if you heard what I said, but, um, you know, as far as my question goes, um, my question is, um, those of us that are on the ascension path and we're working towards, uh, you know, shining our light, like you said, and, you know, connecting and connecting with mother earth and just growing spiritually and you know doing our practices and changing our reactions and things like that staying calmer and trying to open up you know the third eye my question is is what happens with the people in your family that you know you're in the house with right now combined um if if they're not on the same path and me changing is that going to create a change in my environment you know among others that are close to me yes because i am an empath at heart but you know you probably know that already <laughs> but I, I i haven't really i so i think that question? i went what's your question well no yeah so being that I am empathic, I didn't always take on the healthy qualities of being an empathic these past few years because I would like pick up people's like negative vibrations sometimes. And so my thing is, is that if I continue on this path and I change and I 
you know, stop doing things like that, will that help create a change in people I have a relationship with? My children, my husband, immediate family. Yeah, I, I think, you know, when one variable in the equation changes, the chemistry changes. Right. The relationships change. Right. We just don't know how it's going to change. Right. Right. Some, yeah. You are in a dynamic and you're an element that changes. It's going to change. It's going to cause a change in, in your environment. Yes. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to break free of those karmic, you know, negative karmic ties and contracts and things like that. Right. So, um, compassion. <laughs> this yes. is a wonderful time for those people that are quarantined at home. And there's a lot of noise. You're making a lot of noise. Some, you're dealing with, so, yeah, we're, we're hearing all that rumbling going on. So if you could... Not Sorry. Sorry. On the audio, that'd be great. Sorry. <laughs> so for better? those that are quarantined at home in close quarters with family members, you know, family is are the people that we have the most direct karma with. So this is a really wonderful time to fast track through healing some karma, <laughs> through compassion and awakening in yourself. Thank you. Thank you. It's a test. It's a test. It's a challenge. (laughs) Yes, yes. It's easier to be alone and do all this. Well, everything has its challenge. Being alone in this also has its own challenges. Well, yeah, not in this. Yeah, confined and alone, no. Yeah, I agree. Thank you, Maga. You're welcome, Julie. uh, connect with you and everyone else thank you everyone for participating thanks for being here hi magali this is michelle i don't know if you can you hear me well uh yes hi um thank you so much for um your insight and when you were talking about the vertices i hope i'm saying that correctly um it really brought to mind um the chakras on the seven major chakras and I've been doing a lot of chakra work in the last six months that have taken me to new heights and a new way to create a, um, the future that I want to manifest for myself and my family. So I didn't know if you had any insight on maybe like how could I can tie that in? If anything, you want to talk about chakras and the, and how, what's going on currently. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, so wonderful that you're doing a lot of chakra work on yourself. That's very, um, energetically empowering and cleansing and balancing. The vortices that I saw were like little tornadoes. I wouldn't, they, they are like chakras, but they're more like, uh, wormholes Mm. that are happening within the earth's atmosphere and interdimensionally, which is also what a chakra is. Um, but it, I wouldn't say that it was the earth's chakras. It's almost like a surgical procedure that's going on. Mm. Okay. And it's temporary. Um, Chaotic. 
I'm sorry, could you repeat that? There was a car outside. I didn't hear the last thing you said. Yeah, chaotic. Chaotic. Okay, yes. <laughs> right. So those vortices seemed like a, a temporary surgical chaotic thing that's happening, whereas chakras are about harmony, balance, strength, and health. Mm, okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah. It's a little bit different. Right. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> Hi, Magali. Can you hear me? Yes. Hello. Hi, this is Sacred. You did my reading just like at the beginning of the month. Yes. In Mexico. In Mexico. Yes. How are you? I'm great. Actually, today we did one of our water ceremonies here, again, holding space for everyone. Mm. Um, it's a very powerful vortex here. And I just wanted to thank you so much for your leadership and your authenticity um, and vulnerability and your example in how to navigate the uncertainty going with, um, you know, how spirit um, pushes us. And I know for sure that you making your move physically um, definitely gave me a lot of courage. And um, when the opportunity came for me, I was also looking, um, knowing what was ahead, as you were telling us. And so um, I just wanted to thank you for that. And I want to encourage everyone. Um, this is not my first big move. I also had moved to Africa for 10 years in 2001 for 10 years. And I also homeschooled my children up to high school. And I have been that radical a uh, black sheep person in my family as well. And um, I feel like I've been quarantined my entire adult life because of that on some level. And it's an opportunity for those of us um, of like minds to no longer be quarantined. I mean, of course, people are going through their physical quarantines and not to negate that, but just saying that it's, it's definitely an opportunity to step outside the box and not be afraid to go ahead and keep your child next to you, absolutely. With the way thing, the, the world is going, um, it's so important to protect those seeds that we have, our children, nothing more important. So, you know, be okay with changing the paradigm and creating new ways um, with your tribe to be able to educate your children and keep them close and safe. So thank you very much. I don't want to take up a lot of time. I don't really have any questions. You answered them all at the beginning of the month. See, I've cut my hair. Because it's time to release, you know, all the old energy. And um, I just want to encourage everyone, just let your light shine, you know? Aho. Gracias. Aho. Thank you, sister. <laughs> Thank you for all those ceremonies you do over there. Thank you. It's a, a divine pleasure to do it. And I will continue while I'm on this beautiful vortex of Tulum, Mexico, to use my freedom and my energy to uplift the planet and envision um, the shift going in a positive direction for all of us. Yes. Ashe, and so it is. And so it is. Positively through the chaos. Hmm. Hmm. Can I ask another question? Who's speaking? 
Rosalie. Yes. Um, okay. I'm going to go in the opposite um, ancestral direction toward my parents who are in their early 70s and really freaking out. Mm. <clears throat> and I myself have been able to stay pretty centered and um, optimistic and lighthearted. Um, but I can't seem to get through to them. They watched some news coverage about Los Angeles and they are convinced, well, my dad is convinced that um, it's just so much worse than it actually is that we can't even take a walk outside. So I'm just wondering what your thoughts are about spreading our, how do I reassure my parents because at this point, you know, worrying is only going to um, uh, be detrimental to their immune system, if anything. So how do I convey that centeredness and faith and optimism to them? Ask them what they need. Hmm. What do they need? They're scared. You know, everybody's saying, watch out for the elderly, watch out for the elderly. They're mm. scared. They don't know what to do. So what do they need from you as their daughter? What do you think they need from you? Um... some kind of reassurance that um, that I'm following all the <laughs> um, the rules and restrictions and um, do they want you to be safe of course right they want you to be safe so you let them know that you're being safe Why is that hard? Um, I think on some level for me, that um, is a sort of, um, um, I'm, I'm reluctant to concede to the fear. Um, like if, if I say, yes, yes, I'm being safe. It's like, I'm acknowledging that there's a lot to fear. Um, mm. Something like that. Right. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Hmm. <laughs> we, we could do a whole hour just on that. <laughs> Yeah. So are so you're not afraid at all? Or concerned? I'm concerned for I'm concerned for the people who are fearful 
Okay, let's take everybody else out of the equation and let's just talk about you. Are you concerned? Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm really not. Good. I um I came down with a with a sinus thing last weekend. Um and you know, there were num a number of times that it crossed my mind, ooh, could this be it? But the symptoms weren't um consistent and but even through that I wasn't afraid. Right. Um, Good. Yeah, so so you're not afraid for yourself and your own timeline, your your and your own well-being. You know at a soul level where you're at. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm I'm really clear that everything is exactly as it should be. Yes. Now that's that's completely understandable and that's beautiful and that's where hopefully everybody can get to. Now let's talk about your parents. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. So maybe your parents aren't there yet. No, they're not. Okay. That's why I'm, I'm struggling. It's like, it's this, this really kind of weird gray area. Between merge it, merge your, your, it's because you're trying to separate it all, put it all in one big blender, merge it. Your parents just want you to be safe. Are they worried about themselves or they're worried about you? Um, I think for them, worry is so automatic and unconscious and just a way of being that uh, it's all kind of the same. Okay. They're worriers. Yeah, we're, we're double immigrants, um, you know from the Soviet Union and Israel and there's a lot of uh, ancestral trauma and I've done a lot of work on it, but they have not. Right. So, and I, and I, and I get all that, but you know, I want to gently reassure them <laughs> that everything's okay um, without without um enrolling in their fear yeah well it sounds to me like you have it very clear in yourself it sounds yeah. like you're communicating it very clearly to all of us yeah you're articulating it it sounds concise I understand what you're saying. <sighs> right. So it's, it's a, like a psychic emotional boundary, mm. right? You're, you're discovering, you're initiating a psychic boundary. Like you're not going to go into the hysteria. You're not going to go into the panic. You're not going to go into the fear because you have faith that everything is exactly the way it's supposed to be. And that's that. Yeah. Breathe that in. You know, breathe and uh, 
you know, at the same time, you, you sound like a pretty intelligent person. Like you're not going to go around, you know, hugging and kissing people and, you know, uh, strangers on the street and, you know, doing stupid things that could jeopardize your well-being. No, no, I'm being pragmatic about this. Exactly. Which is the perfect balance. You, you can just tell your parents you're in perfect balance. <laughs> mm. you're, you're being logical and scientific and you're also being spiritual and faithful. And so you're fine. I guess I'm wondering if anyone else in this um, in this gathering has some thoughts about that or firsthand experience of things that work or you know any insights. Excuse me, work in doing what? Transmuting fear. Um, work in terms of. Um, pulling them up to where I am rather than you. Well, you can't pull people up mm. that, that you cannot do. I'll interject right there. You, you, you can't do that. You got to accept them where they are. Mm. Can I chime in? Mm-hmm. So, because I'm similar situation with my parents. I'm very chill and relaxed. So say your name so everybody knows who's speaking. I'm so sorry. Emily mm. from Maryland. Um, so I found that the only thing I can do is just kind of ignore them. <laughs> I'm in my own space and dealing with it my own way. But, you know, they get all freaked out and like, did you wash your hands? I'm going to die. Fire, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. That's my dad. Every day I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, maybe. I don't know. And I just, the only way for me personally that I can deal with that is to just say, yeah, okay, no, you're fine. And, but just ignore it. Cause I don't know what else to do. You, we have to accept people where they are. Yeah, I know. And they're freaked out. So I'm like, that's okay. Yeah, maybe you'll die. Maybe you won't. I don't know. Wash your hands, whatever. <laughs> a lot of compassion. A lot of acceptance for ourselves and others. Allow people to be who they are. Allow, to pe allow people to be how they are you know, and, and have a good, healthy boundary if, you know, we don't like to be manipulated or made to feel like we're supposed to be different than what we believe to be. We don't like that to be done to us, whether we think we're better or worse. It's, it's the same thing. You know, it, it's, um, it's like an end of life wish, you know, it's, it's like the, somebody's last, you know, dying wishes, like you honor their dying wishes, even if you don't agree with them. You just do that because that's the honorable thing to do. And I think this is one of those things where we just, 
you speak your truth or withhold, you know, or, or don't share your truth or, you know, just, it doesn't matter. This is, this is, or this is very much in the head, you know, in the head, you're, we're not going to solve any of this in our head. None of it. Absolutely none of it. And so just come into the heart and, and just love them and let them be exactly how they are. And just breathe and just love them. Have your own little, you know, humor about it in your mind and just let them be. It doesn't have to affect you. It doesn't have to change you. Just let them be. Love them. There's, they're scared. They're attached to fear and, and worry. You let the, So they're not going to change now. They're in their mid-70s. Just love them. Just be the golden light. Be the golden elixir. You know, be be the honey. Just in your eyes. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to agree with anything. You don't have to disagree with anything. You don't, you know, I can't confirm or deny this. Like, I just have light coming out of my eyes. That's all I care about. The rest is whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. That's how I would handle it. That's my advice. But uh, yeah, don't try to lift them up to where you are because that's not where they belong. They belong exactly where they are. And you get to love them. I think I'll go call them after this. (laughs) Thank you, Matt. Yeah, good. Beautiful. Hmm. So time's sake, we'll, we'll do one or two more. I didn't realize it's like almost 10 o'clock. We've been going at it almost three hours. That's lovely. I mean, I, it's great. I'm, I'm good to go. Um, I'm just acknowledging that it's like almost three hours here. Uh, but let's see. So anybody else want to chime on in? Maja? Yes. <laughs> there she is. Goddess bless you. Bless us all. I'm so appreciative of everyone here. And I think I see my my buddy from down south, Kate. Hello to Kate. So I think maybe I'm What's picking up name? on something. What's your name? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, so this is Haley with Anne. Uh, we're on the central coast of California. I'm going to say um, 40% of the way north of L.A., 10 miles in from the coast. So yeah, I'm in California. I'm experiencing this. And I've got a 90-year-old that I'm taking care of who I absolutely adore. So um, I think I'm picking up on something that you already have something in the fire on, Maja, possibly. When I heard the term breath of fire, I like that. So I'll go right to what I picked up on my experience of the meditation, where you're talking about the vortices. So coming from a Bavarian Black Forest German heritage, as well as a Comanche Cheyenne Plains Indian Celtic Irish background, (laughs) I picked up, (laughs) I was like seeing this little fairy kind of like washerwoman fairy mix with the little pointed toe and she was kind of dancing between the vortices. And then she had the arm that was outstretched. And then I said to myself, well, 
we don't want to touch the vortices, right? We want, we want to extend, we want to extend health and help, but we don't necessarily want to make contact. So, so then, and then I was envisioning, Correct. okay, I had to have somewhere to come back to, you know, as I'm doing this little dance amongst all these vortices and that I wanted to be help to others and offer health help, healing, what have you, that sort of thing, but that I wanted to protect myself. So then I saw like a really cool, um, kind of like a straw bell house or something that I could come back to amongst all these vortices. Mm -hmm. So that was, that's what I was getting from the meditation. So I'm just going to put this out there just to kind of ground it with my question. My question is about trying to be healthful and staying in honor of the body, working with the body through AI. I mean, if that's where we're going, how are we going to morph the two into our new livelihoods? I'm a vocalist. That's my primary instrument. Um, a composer, lyricist. Mm. I've tried to walk the middle ground. I devoted decades to try to be able to do that, do my music at the same time as taking economic care of myself. And 11 years ago, I got pulled into the vortex of being this whistleblower, got sucked into the governmental system. But I tried to keep doing both, which I pretty much successfully have, although I was in a self-quarantine. I had to work from home. So a month ago, six weeks ago, I had to go south to try to look for work, mindful that I always had to come back and do my caretaking with my elder. I do believe I got the virus. I don't know for a fact. Because I have a very strong voice, I do believe I did not get it all the way into the lungs. Normally, as a singer, I would get it in my eustachian tubes or a sinus. Didn't have that. It was very different. It was very weird. And it was the fever. It was the body aches and all of that. And because of my healing, I was able to knock the fever out in six hours. But I had many, many of the... Uh, symptoms that people are talking about okay all that said i can't go out into the workplace i have to work from home now i can't put my elder at risk so as a vocalist about three weeks ago i started to get the idea about doing vocal hearing healing based on my body work my Jungian work of you know the last couple of decades and uh seeing you know all the little square uh screens of people where they could, we could be like um, having a social experience, like karaoke online, but we're going to do vocal breath work. So I might be picking up on what you're talking about. I haven't heard you talk about it yet. But my question to you is, how can we healthfully embrace some sort of AI, but stay grounded in our body work and to, to heal, to heal? That's it. <laughs> wow. Thank you for sharing um, everything that you shared. I don't think we can incorporate with AI and live healthy. Um, and yet we live, you know, AI has been introduced to us for the last 20 years and we have many people, well, we, we are, you know, AI has been introduced to us and, and has slowly, we have slowly incorporated AI into our daily lives. This computer, 
these smartphones, um, the computers in our cars, uh, you know, uh, more modern, more, more immediately, you know, Alexa, um, you know, AI is part of our, you know, world, um, and it's going to continue to increase. Um, what I'm seeing with, so the way I see it is, and it still comes through, you know, I don't have like it completely, I don't see it completely. Um, I see it in, in pieces. Um, and one of the things that I've seen is, well, so there's AI in the atmosphere of the earth with all the satellites up there that control our phones and, and all sorts of things that function here on earth. We have um, AI in our environment atmosphere with uh, chemtrails, right? We have AI in our food. So we, we have it in our bodies and not all, but some vaccinations I'm sure have nanotechnology in it that puts AI directly in our bodies. So we, we are being bombarded from outside the earth's at, the earth's atmosphere, the earth's environment, the soil and uh, potential injections that puts AI 360 degrees inside and outside of us. That's how I see it. That's where we're at today. Um, what I see, what was uh, being shown or talked about in the meditation has to do with, uh, you know, in the next 50 to a couple hundred years, which will be when, you know, if, when we reincarnate, we're going to reincarnate into an AI world. And I've struggled with this for about 20 years, trying to make sense of it. Uh, and I'm not sure if many of you know, because I, I don't know when I say what I say and who's listening or who's not listening. But uh, for about 25 years, I've been having dreams. And um, in the last six months, those dreams have, they were starting to happen every other night instead of maybe once a month or twice a year or something like that back 25 years ago. So they, they've increased and all of a sudden they stopped. Uh, but when they were increasing, they were just about every other night in the last six months. And it's a parallel world. And it's a parallel earth. And it's, it's the same dream energy that I've had for 25 years. And it has to do with, with a, an earth, which I believe is a future, it's a future timeline earth. It's, it's coexisting uh, where finally um, AI and humans have learned to coexist on earth um, at the same time without uh, with clear boundaries. So this to me looks like it's, you know, a thousand years into the future. And so what I, what I suspect is that there's going to be a time where there's a, a war between um, humans that want artificially intelligent people 
and people that don't want to be artificially in, intelligented. <laughs> um, and this is the this is the battle, you know, of the next like five hundred years. How do we um, how do we maneuver through that? And what I'm what I've been seeing in the last six months is the place where that future timeline Earth finally. Uh, humans are respected again and have their uh, boundary with AI. And so it's, it's AI, they live in, within certain boundaries or continents and organic humans live on other continents and they agree to coexist in their own space without trying to invade the other but what it, what happens between now and then is i believe part of the ripple that right now is regarding a couple hundred years to come <clears throat> and it has to do with um the soul the power of the soul, you know, that the, the new, the new, the new, um, the new horse that's coming into the barn is AI. The old horse that's walking out of the barn, you know, has to do with um, central banks and the, you know, type of reptilian, <laughs> the reptilian bankers. <laughs> that's a, Sorry, I have to laugh. That sounds ridiculous. <laughs> it sounds absolutely ridiculous, <laughs> but it's true. And I only speak about it because I know firsthand about the Illuminati families, the bankers, and what they do. It, it happened in my life. So that's why I, I feel like I have the right to talk about it. Um, but yeah, so, so the new horse coming into the barn has to do with, you know, AI and what artificial intelligence would do if it was allowed to overtake a human. That to me is a big problem, but I don't think we're going to see that in our lifetime. I think we will reincarnate into it, but it's, it started 20 years ago. It's happening right now. You know, um, biological weaponry you know wars that who was it that said wars were not wars were were going to be fought not with you know guns and bombs but with intelligence where so there was an intelligence intelligence war now there's a bio weapon war you know there's an artificial intelligence war and um i believe that's the invisible enemy that's masked by the coronavirus to go back to what Heather was saying. I think the coronavirus is a, is a key word for bioweaponry, nanotechnology, AI that's been launched. I hope that answers your question. <laughs> and it's not to be afraid 
you know, it's not, this isn't a, this, so humanity will have to confront itself through this next wave of its own evolution, which is AI. Humanity must confront itself through AI. That's going to be the next thousand years. Okay, so when we go back to the lungs, okay, because I, I feel intuitively that because I had strong lungs, because I uh, utilize certain muscles that aren't normally used um, mm -hmm. by speakers, but because I'm a singer and I sing real extended stuff, possibly, I don't know for a fact, um, that's why I did as well as I did. I have no idea. But all that being said, as far as utilizing the lungs, well, I'll, I'll witness it as far as Annie goes. So she had her pacemaker installed uh, about 18 months ago, and they accidentally collapsed her lung. And so she's got the spectrometer, and she's done a fantastic job of healing. She, you know, the little thing you blow in that has little bubbles go up. So she's done wonderful work with her lungs. So, you know, intuitively, I feel that um and, and you know we used um clorox wipes the whole time that i was ill to make sure she didn't get ill I had one other person in the household at the time and so i was just observing this and then the other person got it exactly 48 hours after i came back from down south and had gotten it he got it and oh, um, wow. and he agrees with me so anyways all that being said as far as my ideas doing breath work incorporating the voice maybe bringing in some kind of a melodic um, uh, like a jazz improvisation where I'm working online with folks multiple at a time, kind of having a party, a bar experience, whatever. Um, what is your thought about the lungs as far as healing uh, preventative health for this virus, this AI virus? What can we do to empower our lungs? Sing. <laughs> yeah, sing breathe sing uh you know because when you're breathing and you're singing like that you're placing your attention in your lungs and that's your consciousness and so you've you've uh, really appreciated your breathing technique and i think when we appreciate something we bring our consciousness to it <clears throat> and so more of our soul is there Yeah. Is that awesome. Yeah, Dot, ding dong. I think you hit it. Right. So in I other words, so. the, soul, the soul or any fear around the idea of the virus, um, we can actualize in the present moment by going into our conscious by um, sitting in the lung space. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Thank you so much. And I look forward to Breath of Fire. Yeah, good. Me too. <laughs> so let's take one more and then we'll, we'll wrap it up for today. For this wonderful time we've had together. Really powerful. Magali? Yes? I, just one last question. If you have been told by you, Magali, that you are Frodo, 
The question is, if you are Frodo and your north node is Capricorn, is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> oh my God. Cancer rising with north node and Capricorn. I can't be the only one. <laughs> well, that means... Uh... <laughs> You can have fun with it. I wanted to bring some levity with, with a serious astrology question there too. Well, that, you know, if anybody has, if anybody else here has a South, a North node in Capricorn right now, <laughs> your birth chart right now, while the South node has been going through Capricorn, it's just been, a, a you know, this is where you burn down your old house <laughs> And you go build an adobe. Yes. Yeah. That's what you do. You go, you, you, you take it down. You take it, you, you more than happily take down the old structure. Mm. And you go full force into rebuilding, you know, with that, that, that emotional evolution. Yeah. That's what it is. Right on. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. Anybody else that hasn't gone yet that would like to chime in before we close up for the evening? <sighs> Going once. Kate has her hand. Kate, are you trying to unmute yourself? You have your hand up in here. Let me see if I. No. If anybody wants to chime in, feel free. I want to thank all of you for making this a priority. That's huge. Making this a priority, choosing to do this together creating this group, um, lasting three plus hours. <laughs> um, it's easy to do that, right? When we have such amazing people participating. Thank you for your energy and your questions and your comments and your contributions and everything that all of you that shared, shared verbally and, and those of you that didn't share verbally, but the beautiful space that you held is noticeable and, and felt and appreciated. And um, I hope that you all really enjoy this, benefit from it. Um, I will be sending out a link with the password key on the website so that you guys can access this audio file and download it and listen to it at your leisure and pleasure repeatedly. <laughs> and I really want to thank you all for making this a priority tonight to, 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 to be here together. It's beautiful. <sighs> all right. Take care, everybody. A lot of love from my heartstrings to yours for all of our heartstrings connected together. 
be strong and empowered and loving. Take care, everyone. Have a good night.